Hey guys, it's Jarrell from the Music Buds. I also wanted to leave a message for any future artists that plan on submitting to the Music Buds. When you are an artist and you release art to the world, it is up for criticism regardless of your opinion on it. There's a saying that goes this, it is never as good or as bad that people say it is. If you really believe in yourself, keep creating. You can't let every reviewer or anyone that has an opinion on your work to affect you. You have to have thick skin as an artist and in the music industry or any industry of entertainment in general. If you don't think you can handle it, you might want to try something else. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Music Buds episode 54. Uh, if you don't see 53, it's because uh, we don't we don't care enough to re-upload it or we feel like enough people listen to it. And yeah, on episode 54. <laughs> so episode 54, we are doing uh, some return guests, actually. Bright Individual and Owl Nimbus. They had a collab project. And um, last time we talked about Owl Nimbus, it was on his own project with Akira Kohai, Bebop FM. And I think last time we heard from Bright Individual was a feature. I do not remember whose project, but I know I, I remember him popping up. Um, so uh, yeah, we got- On uh, registered users. There we um, go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Uni Reggie. I'm Jarrell, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to introduce that. I was, was going to get into before oh, okay. we get into you the episode. Go, you let let whatever, know, man. Whatever. You know. You're going deep. You're like, you're like, so yeah, this is what happened. And <laughs> I, I had to explain why episode 53 is not there. <laughs> no, that I was good with. It was, it was yeah. explaining the project. I was like, wait a minute. You need no, yeah. no. Anyway. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, we have some return guests, and uh, as always, we got Jarrell here. Go ahead and uh, yo, tell yo. us what you got going on. What's up, everybody? Uh, you can follow me at JPOL Music on Instagram. Uh, check out the stuff that I have going on. Uh, I do have, I recently started a YouTube channel, uh, JPOL Music. Recently just hit a thousand views, uh, uh, overall views of the channel, which is pretty cool. So it's slowly but surely building. So be sure to like and subscribe on there. A bunch of random think pieces of music that I'm into. Uh, there's a Twitch as well, but just go to the Instagram. There's a one, one, uh, one link to all the links of all the things that I'm doing, uh, work. And then I should have a couple of projects, music projects released, uh, before the end of the year as well. So busy, busy. And then we are waiting on Fatima. She's a little delayed, but she's going to join in mid episode. Chris, unfortunately is not back yet. Uh, we're still waiting on him to um and then there's just me the bud preston bud um you know podcast shit that's all we got going on. um uh got some stuff stolen yeah. from my car recently that's nice and uh well, yeah so you know we just we just living yeah uh, <laughs> yeah that's all we can do yeah 
So uh, let's get into this project. Uh, Bright Individual and Owl Nimbus is called Nostalgic Beginnings. So uh, you want to give your general impressions before we get into it, or you want to get into it? Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, definitely want to give general impressions. Uh, a fun fact, uh, uh, I had a conversation with Owl Nimbus about the cover of the album, and I guess mm-hmm. the cover is inspired by uh, Baby Driver. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So he had he had uh, the guy who just the guy who uh, did the art for it. You know, he did a kind of an inspiration of like Baby Driver. So as far as that, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, so yeah, pretty sweet. Uh, but as far as for the album, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I think Alanimbus did a great job with his beat production. Definitely has a sound, which is pretty cool. He has this kind of the signature yeah, sound. Sure um i'll talk more about his production later in the show and uh bright individual i liked his i, I liked i liked his uh performance too uh there was a couple of things that I'll, I'll obviously go deeper into the show as far as from my critique um on some of the the songs specifically that i think can probably be uh, augmented for him but he definitely has a much different uh style and message compared to a lot of other artists today which is definitely refreshing in a way i know it's not the not everyone may uh be a fan of his flow per se because it's very different than a lot of the stuff out today which is which it's a blessing and a curse at the same time because it creates originality uh but you know not everyone likes everybody's flow i'm a fan personally because i'm an old i'm an old head so Mm. There, when when you say nostalgic beginnings with Bright Individuals, and if you hear what Bright Individual sounds, reminds me a lot of those old school guys like Deltron Thirty Three, Jurassic Five, that type of stuff. So I get those vibes definitely. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a good project, really solid. I'm very happy you mentioned that because <laughs> uh, I, I I my general impressions to the project first of all. Um, other the, also with the cover art. Akira's on there, so she, she her brand. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Owl Nimbus's branding is on point. His <laughs> branding is is fucking solid. <laughs> well, I guess he he went to he went to uh, I guess he he has education in marketing, mm. so there's a method to his madness. Uh, yeah, you know, definitely. But yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But um, uh, I was gonna say I, I, I'm a fan of Owl Nimbus. I love all his production so far that I've been hearing on everything. Um, but as far as the flow thing, I think that was one of the things that was kind of hard for me to uh, get by on this project with Bright Individual. And it's not like, like you said, like you said, it was like more old fashioned. And I think that was what I couldn't get behind. Like I, I get it. <laughs> but then you said the, the, uh, the album name and I was like, Ooh, that's a good point. <laughs> like nostalgic beginnings. And I was like, it kind of just sounds like, you know, old school rapping. Um, when I was listening to it, I was like, it kind of reminds me of like common freestyling. Mm. And and it's and I don't know if that's a jab or not, but like because I'm not a really a fan of Common's freestyles when he's just, you know, it's just clearly off the top of his head. And then he'll just like, you know, throw in little words here to just try to like fill in a blank you, so he thinks of the you, next thing. Have you listened to his LA Leakers freestyle? No, that was no, fucking yeah, incredible. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. He's a, good, he's a good freestyler. But like there's this thing like, you know, when Common is thinking about the next line because of the way he is rapping. He has a so, style. He has a poetic yeah, so like, style. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll do like he'll do this whole bar and then do his 
cat hat drat like like and then go into the next bar because he's like trying to like while he's saying his little stuff he's trying to think of the next thing and mm. the flow of his freestyling kind of reminded me of the flow of bright individual mm. um but that oh, was, like, that oh, was like, like uh like like uh ticketa ticketa that's like exactly that's okay okay yeah. i see what you mean because first that's i was like, saying, like it's not it's almost not, like i was trying to i was trying to i was trying to think of an example i'm like what's a song that that kind of does <laughs> okay well that's that's kind of funny yeah but um but like that's that's it really it, like it wasn't like it wasn't even that it was like a hard listen or anything like it was still a dope 18 minutes to listen to and it's not it's not like bright individuals rapping about like nothing um so like it it, it was Hit and miss on some of the some of the songs in terms of the rapping, uh, for me. But okay. I, again, it wasn't it wasn't bad, yeah, at all. So, um, do we? I guess we gotta go into the intro, right? It's only forty seconds, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So we <laughs> yeah, gotta do. So we gotta do. <laughs> Let's go into the intro. Like, for, for those of you who are new to the music, but it's it's, it's funny because there's there's a lot of projects where just the intro is like really nothing, and we have to say <laughs> and we have to critique it as far as like regardless of how abstract it is. So it's kind of like uh, I can't really downgrade this guy to the intro. It's just an intro, but yeah. <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and play it. Dummy yourself. Go on, big mouth. Get out there and introduce us. Is this real? It is. For God's sake, let us embrace. I miss it. Steel sky. Do not go outside the place. We're underground. It's always safer. Oh, we don't know what's out there. Thought I'd try to get him to come up here. Embrace it. An unknown I'll just end it there because it ends yeah. pretty quickly. I mean, that was the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes, it was. <laughs> but I did think it was a dope intro. The instruments was dope, like the news, the news articles, or well, not articles, the news reports talking about Brighton Individual. And it yeah. was dope. And then they created this scene of Nocturnal City, and it was, it was kind of like, oh shit! Like I'm curious, like what, what's, what's up with Nocturnal City? Like you know, like he's building like a whole world in, well, they're building a whole world like with within their music, and and I think that's like immediately just apparent, you know, off the intro, which was dope. Yeah, I mean, I think compared to a lot of the intros that we've heard from previous. Uh from previous uh projects this one is very like i mean it builds everything really mm -hmm. like i mean you have you know you have like the voiceovers which sound really dope you, like you said it creates this story and then introduces like introduces bright individual and al nimbus in the city nocturnal city which is the next song on the project mm -hmm. so as far as build up and everything i'm like wow this is probably one of the best intros that i've heard for a project you know of this caliber so kudos yeah. kudos i think it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy like you said like his, his al nimbus production man is is, is a one yeah. for, for real so for sure now, um let's get on to this next track which is um Bodega Heights in you know, parentheses roaming nocturnal city. 
Shout out to Bodegas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what we're working on, like production, really. Help, you know what I'm saying? We've been, that's from the time our last album, that's what we've been doing all this time period, working on our beats. beats. I felt the tide chase the colors in the sand. I felt the waves of depression pull me in and reached out for your hand. But damn, I didn't understand why I had to pull myself up and figure out how to stand. On my own, too, know who's who among the true. Vibes are real, my friend, and keep a close crew. Cause a fool will remain such stuff. Looking full way out, this maze like Frankie Beverly. Readily maintaining steadily, balancing out all the tragedy and fallacies. Cause I spill my life all over these beats. So our nimbus chop the record up and turn the volume up. We a deadly combination to kill the trap without hesitation. And spread love all across the nation and filter out the hate. Things take time to unfold. Use my patience to create. I really like this flow on this one. I need to say that immediately because I know what I said in the intro. But like again, it was hit and miss. And this one, I was like, oh shit! Like I, I really like Bright Individuals' flow on this one. Really? Um, that's that's surprising. Yeah, I, I, really I, I was like curious. I was curious how you how you were gonna feel about it. Yeah, I, I feel like there was like some parts, you know, where it had that that pause between words that you know I hate. <laughs> but yeah, and that's for everyone. Like for that's the most that's part, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just hate that for everybody. <laughs> but for the most part, like his flow on this one, I really enjoyed. Um, and as far as the content of the music, I think that was where it felt for me. It was just like, it just felt super old school. And that was just one of those things that was like, like, is it bad? No. But like, I feel like it's just samey. I don't know. It's hard. Was what it? about you? Um, so it's funny. I'm a little, I guess I'm slightly opposite for you. Cause there's, there's, there's other songs on this project where I really like his flow. I think for this one, I think there's, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it could have been a little stronger maybe on some of the, the connections of the verses. I think it's a little too loose. I think it's a little too loose as far as this, like, readily steadily like turn the volume up like i think i think it could have been a little tighter so like one example it's hard it's hard for me to concoct this but like sometimes atmosphere does that uh and he, and he he's actually another artist that kind of reminds me of bright individual a little bit and i and I, i'm a big fan of atmosphere uh but he kind of has that a similar rhyming pattern as well but sometimes there's certain verses where like they linger a bit or some lines they linger a bit before going into another verse i just feel yes. like maybe a little just a little tighter and um yeah. i think one example is like mike shinoda so like like regardless of how people feel about lincoln park like whatever i'm a fan of lincoln park i was gonna me. say wait who's mike shinoda but then all right I'm, I'm aware of lincoln park i just God, don't am, am i that old no 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 <laughs> i just i know i know i know about lincoln park i'm just oh, i don't know okay. i don't know their names individually oh for sure for sure well uh, to be <laughs> like, to be fair i know like three of the band's names and one of them passed like away there's there's like five i think mm. four or five uh but anyways uh yeah mike shinoda's the one who raps on the in the band and he has a very tight like how he has his verses are really tight woven mm. you know um like uh hybrid theory has a lot of 
there's one song i forgot i, I forgot how it started i forgot how the the name of it but even when he has his verse of, of, of descriptions it's just tightly knit and i don't want to compare it as far as like you should do something like that but i just think in general it's an example for me as far as like everything is tightly knit it's not it's you know it's uh it's just connected a little more. I just think it's a little loose, a little mm. too loose, a little too loose. I, I, I see that. There's yeah. definitely some parts where it's like the flow kind of changed, but it was just yeah. random. It's a, it's a good, <laughs> it's a, it, he has, he, he has, as far from a content perspective, I think it's a good setup because, you know, I actually really like the content, you know, as far as like, that's one of the, that's one of my favorite things about him as an artist is that his content is very different and it's very like, it's forward thinking and it's one of those things where it's like it's like beyond like all the nonsense like these are some things you should be thinking of and you know like like regardless of how young you are or whatever so i think it's a cool i think it's really cool messaging and and him and al nimbus they gel really well together Mm -hmm. um their their chemistry is really dope you know because al nimbus his beats are really dope uh, but they have a very specific type of sound. Like everything sounds very clean, very very clean. So like, if you compare that to say like a uh, a Madlib, a Flying Lotus, you know, Jay Dilla, like beats are very dirty, like grindy, grimy, and like you know, very sample heavy things like that. It seems mm-hmm. like for this, I don't even know if he's as far as even the samples sound really clean, you know. So like his production is very, very clean, and I know that might be just a, uh, you know, a stylized thing, but the the my point is is that his production really gels well with with uh, Bright Individual, so and it gelled well with this song, you know. So so yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, I was gonna say, what do you do? You feel like this right after the intro helped with the the vision of like Nocturnal City and like the the content of the song. Like, did it build a picture for you? I think so, because for Bright Individual, like br- the Nocturnal City could also be like. The whole thing can be like a not a euphemism, but a literary context of like the mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And how Brian DeVisual kind of talks about like depression, basically, and kind of like you know, like reaching outside of that. You know what I mean? So I, I think he does. I think it does um, for me because I don't think it's le- I think it's less literal. I think it's there's a lot of metaphorical stuff. But I think Al Nimbus does a good job okay. painting the picture where it can seem like it's literal, but it's just kind of pulling us into this this world. Yeah. At least that's kind of how I, I decipher it. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, for me, it, it seemed like, I don't know, I guess I was, I took the title of the song, Literal Roaming, uh, Roaming Nocturnal City, Bodega Heights, and... You know, when obviously when I think Bodega, I think New York City, which is a very like easy place to get like lost in mentally. <laughs> so it's like what he's rapping about for sure just reminded me of like just being in this big fucking city and you know, just losing or like trying to tune everything out, you know? And yeah, stick with what he wants to do and know. So 
So I think it did. I think it did a good job at helping with the picture for sure. And then uh, the next track was Logical Steps. What do you think about? Oh wait, we need to queue it up first. But well, hey, let's ask, hold up. Let's ask Fatima. <laughs> <laughs> she joins. Connecting audio. Yo. Look who finally decided to show up with their cold ass Mickey, McDonald's. Mickey D's herself. <laughs> <laughs> they not that cold. <laughs> the guy was nice enough. That's why it took so long. He had made some more because I guess they forgot about my order. Two niggas behind me had left before I did. Wow. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. That's fucked up. So my fries is hot, bitch. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so we only did Everybody, Fatima's here. <laughs> yo, yo, y'all only got three. How many tracks? We, we just we just finished the second one. Okay, cool, bomb. So, so did you have anything to say about the first two? Why why you here? Do you remember them? <laughs> first one was an intro. Yeah. I honestly, don't. If I uh, hear like the like I listened to like the first. About well, I want to say like the first four, but then I got right. distracted, and so I don't really remember yes. it too tough. But I'm more than willing to, you know, go back and listen to it again. Cool. Nah, we well, on to the next one. Well, well yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. For, I mean, you for, know, yeah. personal time. I get oh, what okay. you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna go back and listen to it again. So right now, I'll just give like off, uh, you know, just like my first impression perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your general impressions off of what you heard? very different but i like it what like um, the rapping the, the the beats the what the beats mostly you know i'm i'm a i'm a beat kind of person the lyrics weren't i, I honestly i don't remember the lyrics again because it was like in a little minute since you recommended yeah. and i stopped to listen to it so like i have to go back so i can give yeah. like you know a full a thorough impression you know not just something half-assed and off the top of my head so yeah. um yeah i'll have to just revisit it again all right so uh on to the next track it's called logical steps go ahead cue that one up for us Captivated early on in the journey by the stars, an infinite awe by the cosmic quasars, attuned with the ancient civilizations. They built according to those same stars. Sacred knowledge unlocking all the doors. Opened up the Dead Sea Scrolls. Emerald tablets plus Atlantis. It was the hunger for more to know what it's all about. It's the force that forces us to be more than just the eat, sleep, shit, monster we've been fed. Deeper questions of existence remain persistent. Cause the quest for answers never ends. The beginning coexists with the end. And the rabbit hole only takes you so far. Once you break out the matrix, you still gotta face the architect. So what's the next logical, what's the next logical step? step? Just close your eyes and imagine what's next. His senses and time perception are distorted. So many thoughts are crowding his mind. I didn't know where I was. But consider this. Deep inside these lines. Deep inside the space and time. Deep inside your own and of the mind. Your presence is a testament. What you thought about this song, Jura? Uh, I liked it. I think they, I think they really do. Uh, like I was saying in the last one, I think they do a really good job with kind of building this world 
this mm-hmm. world of and like this imaginative world, but then also a kind of a metaphorical world of like mind state. And then I'm talking about like, what's the logical step of like purpose in life? You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I think that's a really, I think, I, I, I think it's really interesting. You know, I think it's interesting. And then it, sometimes it may be, it may be a little far reaching for like your average listener. So it might be something to kind of listen back to, but I do think it's definitely, you know, I definitely liked his, uh, his lyrical performance a lot better than the last one. And there's probably a lot more, there's definitely a lot more focus on these lyrics because he's saying like various other things that are reminiscent connected to like his message. So probably he has to have like a tighter flow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just like turn the music up. It's like, no, like I'm trying to tell you something. So that's probably why it was a bit tighter of a performance. Um, there is one thing, there is one thing that will be that I'll say now that I think will be my biggest critique of a bright individual. I, I I think he should, I, I think if there were some hooks in these songs, I think they would be even more pronounced because uh, listening to listening throughout the project, like he's saying a lot of this, he's saying a lot of knowledge and like, it's kind of like a wisdom type of rhyming. Right. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like the missing notion of a hook, I think is something that could really benefit and even strengthen the project. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. especially if it's really catchy, because I think, I think he's saying things that are very like, you know, like they're very far reaching. They're very not far reaching, but just like things you think about. So like, imagine having a really dope hook within these tracks and this, and the beat making is already like a, I won't say mainstream. Cause it's obviously like not today's mainstream today's of beats, main, right. but it's Classic. very, yeah, but it's very clean. It's very clean. And like it's, it, it creates this atmosphere. It's very atmospheric. So if there is like a dope hook, I think that would be fire for a lot of these tracks, including this one. So that would kind of be my challenging element for bright individual as far as like maybe explore, maybe explore writing some hooks you know, uh, for some of these songs. So it's not just beats and rhymes, you know, where like the message can connect a little more, you know, so that, that, that's, that, that's my take. So you have something to say about it, Fatima? Oh yeah. I was just going to add on to you, Jarrell, that, uh, you know, um, the beat is very clean and I'm like, so far I would say, Oh wait, what was I going to say? Okay. This is what I was going to say. I was going to say that, um, like these, like these kinds of like hip hop beats that are kind of like old school, but not really like old school. It's like I'm gonna call it classical hip hop. Ha. Yeah. Starting my own genre. <laughs> classical okay. hip hop. Yeah, you know I mean. Golden era of hip hop in general, or you just mean like? <laughs> I said classical. I did not say golden era. I'm, I'm, I'm saying like. <laughs> But definitely, uh, like, classical hip-hop, that's the kind of beat. And, like, I feel like he's doing the right thing. Because this time I was actually, like, listening to his lyrics. And I'm like, all right. You know what I mean? He definitely has a message to it. And um, the beats are really hard. I like beats. He got me good on the song because of the beat alone. Um, His lyrical performance, from what I heard, like, is really not bad. It's really good. Like, he does have a message. And 
you know, I feel like his delivery could be like a little bit better. You know what I mean? That would be my only critique. He sounds like a little too lax, like a little too lax, like the wrong kind of lax. Like there's a lax where it's like, you know what I mean? It's like your present, but that one was kind of like, you know what I mean? Like he was smoked out. I ain't gonna cap. Like homie sound high as fuck. And you know what I mean? He just sound like he getting these, these lyrics out that he wrote down and laying them on the beat. That's really what it sound like, but uh, it's, it's good overall. I mean, not bad. So for me, I'm glad you mentioned like the classical hip hop. Um, I'm, you mean it in a different way than I was thinking it, but um, I feel like he definitely has a message for sure. And to kind of like tie into what Jarrell said about having a hook and being able to benefit from a hook, I feel like Bright Individual, he, you know, he's definitely rapping with something to say, but it, 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 for me, it always goes back to it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And for me, it sounded like so old school mm-hmm. where a part of me is just like, like, uh, but it's like, but I kind of give it a pass because, you know, he's, I am a fan of some old school stuff. A lot of it actually, but it's just like, I don't know, I guess at this time, right now, my, I, I don't want to hear the, I said a hit. A hippie, a hippie, like, and I'm not saying that's what he's Damn. doing, but like, I'm not trying to disrespectful <laughs> ass nigga. nigga. I'm, not, I'm not trying to say like that's what he's doing, but I, that's that's where it puts me in my head when I'm hearing this flow. It's like it puts me back to that era of hip hop, and you know, which it was, it was its own thing at that time, which was it was great for its time, but uh, I feel like it's. Not that it took away from the message, but it kind of feel like the message could have been delivered better. I guess that's the only thing I can really say. I think another, I think another, another uh, part of the conversation too is that maybe not necessarily delivered better, but maybe, maybe the question, underlying question, is who is this marketed towards? You know what I'm saying? Is yes, this, is that's this, very valid. Question. Is this meant for people yeah, that yeah. are 25, 6, 7, you know, or, or or even younger than that? Or is this marketed towards someone like me and older? You know what I mean? So that might be, and I know that's very that's a very label-ish thing to say, but I think it's valid at the same time where even yeah. for you for you guys are like, it's not bad. It just sounds old, <laughs> you know, like, and and I think I think there's something to be said as far as like, who do you want your music to be marketed towards? And I think that's where the hook can suck you in. You know what I mean? Like you just set a hook. Exactly. You yeah. just you just set that, a hook. What, Preston, what to, to you know what I mean? To, to, to add on to what you said, like, yeah. I feel like a hook may have helped it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like I know you're a jerk with the hip hop to hip, but it's like that's a like Word. that's a hook right there. Like it's part it of a hook. hook. So so <laughs> like so maybe I think something like that can you know, definitely uh, can, can benefit. So, but yeah, yeah. All, all good points. And then uh, the next song was Nostalgic Beginnings. So let's go ahead and cue that one up. Don't 
push the antics or theatrics my way It don't face me one bit anyway Raise a sharp focus when it comes to locking in these lines Laid back, keep the chakras aligned Busy sketching up these words, don't wanna lose my train of thought Cause these tracks impacting across the seven seas And touching hearts and souls, even if we never meet agree That right there's all the inspiration that I'll ever need To keep the pen forever in my hand Towards better days is all that's written in the sun rays So let's stay, slow down a bit Life's not a race, spread love, the clock's ticking away You never know, that's what my mom always used to say Here one minute, then a memory the next So quick to judge, instead of learning to respect We need to connect, let go of all the extra stress Breathing life through your chest Breathing self-love, exhale the excess Success is not measured by the amount of money you invest I just stick to the formula of crafting up the So this song Fuck Owl Nimbus with the beats productions, bro. Killed it always. <laughs> love it. It's super lo-fi and with the uh, as far as the rapping, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll um as far as the rapping, I feel like I guess the thing is that I've that I've been trying to like get the feel of. It's like where do I listen to this? What mood am I in when I am listening to this, you know? And I feel like this is definitely just like sitting in a room by yourself, like fucking doodling or some shit. Or like, you know, like something just to kind of zone out to. And there's lyrics behind it, which, which you know, makes you think a bit. Um, I, I'm saying a bit because it's, it's not like super like next level thinking, but, you know, it's just something to think about in his lyrics, you know? What do you guys think about it? Go for Tima. You gonna call on me and I got a mouthful of ice cream? Uh, <laughs> Wait, no worries. The ice, was, the ice cream no, machine was working? No worries. That oh. ass, though. <laughs> there was like a whole petition against McDonald's a few years ago and they haven't, they make flurry machines like never working. Apparently it was a national thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, the whole, and like ever since I've seen that on Instagram like some years back, when I go to get a McFlurry, that's yeah, we got McFlurries. I bet it's been summertime, bet like a couple times they got McFlurries. Shit. Well, All right, let me stop. Well, that being said, um <laughs> <laughs> segue to my thoughts on the song. Um no yeah, I, like this. I was mad <laughs> No worries. No, I I uh this is arguably my favorite beat. One of my favorite beats. I just think it really zones in it might be slightly too loud. And I don't know if it's maybe my headphones that I'm wearing. I feel like maybe the, the bass or the lower frequency, it might be a little it's your too, old man too ear, much. That's what it is. <laughs> Turn that music down. Wow. <laughs> hey, fuck you. You're in a closet. <laughs> I am literally in a closet. Keep it in the closet. closet. No, yes, yes, thank you. You (laughs) saved me. You saved me. Someone's going to chop this up and cancel me. (laughs) Hey, man, it's not my fault the closet got the best audio. Fuck. (laughs) This is why we're friends. I'm glad you you explained that. So that's my point. God damn it. That's my feedback on the song. Um, 
No, I think I think I think it maybe it, it might be I think this the the beat is a little too overpowering. I feel like I, I feel like Bright Individual is kind of trying to rap over the song, and that wasn't really an issue for me for the last couple of songs. But for some reason, I feel like it it is an issue for this one. It sounds fire. Like I really fuck with the sound. It reminds me a little bit of a Strange Fruit Project. I don't know if you guys have listened to Strange heard of Strange Fruit Project. I think Ill Mind has has worked on a couple things from them, but very very like soulful hip hop vibe stuff. Um, definitely reminded me of it, especially with that. Uh, I don't know if that's a synth or something, but uh, yeah, definitely definitely reminiscent of that. Uh, but overall, I liked it. You know, he's talking about chakras. You know what I mean? He's talking mm -hmm. about you know just a lot of a lot of like mind body soul type stuff you know what i mean which i think yeah. is pretty cool and interesting to explore as well you know um so yeah yeah i, th I thought it was good it was short it was short but I, but i liked it yeah i really like it too what i enjoy is the vibe it sets up in the beginning well just the vibe that the beat has for like like overall the vibe is like really chill really laid back and at the same time, it's like insightful and he is like in somewhat preaching mental health. You know what I mean? Like he's like yeah. preaching all of these things that, you know, you, you're starting to hear a lot about today, like anxiety, depression. And, you know, he's just kind of I like I like the message and I like the beat. So this is a good song. You know what I mean, it's not bad. It's really not bad. He actually has bars that are. There we go. Oh, Lord. <laughs> please don't. Please don't give me a lot to edit. <laughs> I can't be doing. Please, no. please can't refer be, to. Can't please be, refer to redacted as redacted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next track is the interlude. Parentheses donut break, which kind of reminded me of a Kira Kozai project, you know, on her fucking break making whole radio stations. But that's 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 a, that's another uh, that's another episode that we did. Go ahead, cue that one up for us. <laughs> vibes that's all i can really say <laughs> straight up vibes i could definitely say the same thing like i didn't hear this one and um oh, i'm so sorry y'all but um i didn't really hear this one when i first listened to it but just off of hearing it i'm like hey yo like i did like i wasn't bobbing my head none to it at first i'm like nah let me let me give it a chance and then they got into it like after I don't know, like what the next fifteen seconds or so, 10, 15 mm -hmm. seconds, I was like, "Yo, hi, nah." You weren't here for the uh, the Akira Kohai episode. That was the Owl Nimbus is the first person I think that 
Chris was like 10 out of 10, like perfect. Yeah, he was project. like, uh, yeah, he was like, are you with your great, are you with your grandmother? I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. He said, argue with your grandmother. This nigga is reckless. Like, um, uh, Alvin has a lot of like super lo-fi, like hip hop vibes. So, I mean, if you want to go back to that one, uh, I think it's definitely want to go back to. It's not under his name. I'll send it to you later if you really want to hear it. But it's just a whole instrumental project, but it has like a theme to it, um, which is one of the characters that's on the album cover too. Um, so yeah, it, it's, a, it's a dope little concept. Like you, I think you definitely should go back to that since you weren't here for it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna definitely do that. That shit sounds mad cool. Cause I like lo-fi. I, I definitely mm-hmm. do. There's not enough like mainstream music with that kind of that kind yeah. of vibe, so. uh, did you say your opinion, Drew? No. Uh, it sounds great. I think the only, this is me being a stickler, the only thing that I don't know if makes exact sense is in parentheses where it says donut break. I'm like, is the main character on the donut break? It, <laughs> <laughs> is he insinuating that I like donuts? Like, what? <laughs> Is he calling me fat? I don't understand. You know, so like, <laughs> what is the content with the all donut? the above? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the above. You fat ass. Um, but other than that, it sounds great, and I think it's a good place for an interlude as well. Um, I got nothing. I have I have nothing wrong with uh, um, instrumental interludes. I'm a big fan of it. Like Kev Brown, for instance, uh, he does he does that med you know a lot, and it's fire every time he does it. So. Yeah. As far as the parentheses donut break thing, I just kind of had a thing. Maybe it's because like the shit that he was talking about beforehand. It's like, all right, breathe. Like time to maybe. just chill. You know? Yeah, maybe. Because because first because first I was like, wait, is Akira Kai? Did she work at a donut shop? And then I was like, <laughs> oh no, she worked at a coffee shop, so it's yeah. not. But maybe there were donuts there. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like trying to connect the dots. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, but other than that, it was a dope track. But you want to know the other thing I'm curious about? What's we that? know of at least three of the people on your album cover. Owl, right individual. Akira Kohai was a character that Owl Nimbus made. Who are the other two? This was just, well, this is just a side tangent, by the way. Nothing to do with the track. I was about to say, oh, shit. Y'all know who those people are on the cover? Cause so Owl Nimbus no has, has a character who's the, the owl head. I'm assuming Bright Individual is the, the guy with the hat on backwards. Akira Kohai is the one with the orange beanie. But then the other two, like, are they other characters that we have yet to learn about? Yeah, like, other, I don't think this, I don't beats. think this project refers to any of anybody else. It doesn't even refer to Kira. We just know Akira because previous project with Owl Nimbus. Yeah. That's like, are there true. other projects for the other two people? Maybe, or maybe coming soon. Okay, that's a good point. <laughs> but that was just that was just a side thought. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like that'd be like a dope thing to, because if if they have a whole universe of characters right now, then like that's there. Um, looking at Owl Nimbus's previous albums, No Waifu, No Lifeu, those two characters are on there too, on that album cover. Oh really? Yeah. But one is wearing one has brown hair, but no hat. I want to assume it's her. The other one does have pink hair and everything. When it looks like it's, it looks like it's the same person. Also, so may, oh, also maybe those people are from Bright's project. Is that what uh, you're saying? No, I think they're from Owl Nimbus's project. Oh, oh, okay. 
because they're, they're also on that one and then they're on the single well people that look similar are on a single that he has too called freedom yeah so yeah, okay cool he also has an album called donut shop is this whole universe just like the <laughs> Miss verse? holy moly donut shop <laughs> Are those donuts in the background of the album cover? <laughs> hey, yo, that's probably it. It's all connected. <laughs> Nocturnal City is just all Nimbus's multiverse. That's that's what's happening right now. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'll and he just invited Bright Individual in. <laughs> Welcome so, to like, my world. Uh, is the donut shop like the portal into the other... I mean, I don't know about all that. I mean, universes. This is just all all Nemesis' world. (laughs) Yeah, this is just all his atmospheric marketing. (laughs) But yeah, I I don't, I don't think it gets that literal. But it does beg the question. Yeah, I was going to say his first project that mentions it is "Summer in Nocturnal City," and then his donut shop, three a.m. in a donut shop. Then it says "No Wife, No Life," then nostalgic beginnings. So yeah, this is all. This is all Owl Nimbus's fucking world. <laughs> his, his whole little music world he created. That's kind of cool. He could build this world in like the metaverse and like add characters, add the characters oh. and shit in the metaverse. When the metaverse becomes affordable for everybody, but that's I'm another just, decision. I mean, I'm just, you know, he could sell the idea <laughs> to someone who has can. the money. It he can like, patent <laughs> the idea. He can sell it. You're giving out million dollar ideas for Tama Stop. I am. I'm going to take it. So somebody right better patent it because I'm going to put my name on that. That's a metaverse universe. That is a metaverse universe this nigga's building. And I want I want PC. I want my 25, 30% if he get to it before I do. 25, damn, you expensive. Yes. <laughs> Today's price is not yesterday's Here we go. Price. <laughs> Here we go. Well, yeah, oh, let's get yeah. on back to this project. The uh, next one was unanswered questions. Go ahead, cue that one up. From experiences, they teach you life lessons. This is my truth, and everybody's different, but we all go through pain at some point. Listen, I've remained calm and pushed on. My heart speaks, tells me what's right and what's wrong. Life is good. Take it from me, take it from mom, take it from your enemy, you're from your grandpa. Ain't nothing like a barbecue on a hot summer day. Bumping out Nimbus late night just to get away from the so called pressures of life. But my soul's redefined, man. I see the light. This is the beauty of life. I appreciate each moment spent in sunlight. Cause tomorrow I might not get to see it. So I speak my mind with every hour, second, and minute. It's not a gimmick or an image. It's music, it's been a vision. I just brought it. Dope ass vibes. But what y'all got to say about it? See, so this is a great example of it not being loose. So like the for the debate, the bodega uh, track, 
how I was saying how his <clears throat> verses were a little too loose. This is like the opposite, especially when he tied in that line about Al Nimbus. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like just flows within the vibes of the song. Cause sometimes you can go outside of it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're, mm-hmm. it's a, it's an artistic decision. Right. But I think sometimes when it's a little too loose, it seems like it's a mistake or if it's like something that needs to be another take or whatnot, but just very tight knit that particular, you know, that, that rhyming, you know what I mean? So I really like this song a lot. Um, I think it's really good. I think he might be slightly harder <laughs> to, to hear um, compared to like, some other tracks and i don't know maybe if it's because he of the, thinks uh, it's not normal to me a little bit it's not normal to me it's a it's a it doesn't sound not normal but from a from a volume perspective i think it, i think because he has a lower voice register and there's a lot of lower frequency in the instrument in the instrumental mm. so he's so his his vocals are like within like the cusp of it like i can hear but i kind of have to like pay additional attention when like say like the first track i didn't have to do that he was very audible you know what i mean so Mm. i think so i think it's just a mixing thing that could have been fixed um this is that that is like some that is a legit as engineering as (laughs) this is this is critiquing as (laughs) (laughs) that shit was technical as fuck (laughs) it was but i mean i get i mean i you know i guess if i was in your shoes i would get where you coming from because that shit sounded fine to me it did it did sound fine um i was able to hear him clearly i was actually able to hear him better on this one than the last two um so it's like that's a little you know that's funny but you know again i didn't hear this this one like you know yet so this one is actually i like it i like where it's going it sounds old school as fuck not even on cap like this it put me in the mind (laughs) yeah like it took me back to driving down what is that what is that it's not road it's not rodeo is it rodeo in long beach no 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 uh, i guess it was long beach it's a packing house rodeo Whatever, regardless of the point, it takes okay. me back to when I was living in Long Beach when we was together and um, like just driving oh, it was down Redondo. the coast. This is Redondo. You from Redondo? <laughs> Redondo, Redondo. Oh, maybe it might be Redondo. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like it was like in Long Beach. I mean, I don't. I just remember that feel. Mm. If it's a main street, it's windows open. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a and, vibe. Like, <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole vibe you know what i mean i was smoking at the time and like it was just like that that gives me that cat like cali vibe as if you did back in the <laughs> and, day that's what it, it's and, awesome and this would be a great song to have a dope hook you know yes. what i mean imagine imagine like everything else yes. is fire like if i don't know if hook. i agree with that one though no yeah, yeah. i mean I, I feel like the beat carries it enough to like it doesn't need, I feel like a hook would diminish the quality of the track. Oh, How would you feel about a bridge? I think it, I disagree. I think it depends on the hook. It doesn't have to be like a fucking 16 bar hook. It could just be right. like a like was, a four um, bar, four bar. I'm not having a hook. That's all fuck I got to say. Okay. <laughs> I got to listen to it. I got to listen to the whole thing to really I'm judge. Okay. This one not having right. I know how you are about your, I know how you are about your vibes. So I don't yes. want to step on your vibes. You know, because so. the thing is with hooks, like 
a hook can make and break your fucking song. Like it, there's a true. very thin very line. There is a very thin line. If you have a bad hook, it ruins your whole fucking song. Oh, I agree. If you have a good hook, now it's like, are you gonna, are you taking away from the lyrics of the song? Like some people would just be like, oh, I really like the hook, and they're not listening to the lyrics. Maybe you right. have something to say, and he's just like, well, nah, fuck a hook. Listen to me. Which Mar- I, I get it. Reminds <laughs> me of uh, did that. Yeah, reminds me of Jay Z's uh, American Gangster. That song, Brooklyn. I love that, that song. Terrible hook, though. <laughs> I really hey, like Brooklyn, that song. how you doing? Where you going? Can you I come to? <laughs> my lady is my baby. I'm like, oh my God, this is so fucking. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Jabba Khan, Jabba Crazy. Well, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne was saying that hook, but I was like, this is Lil yeah. Wayne. Lil Wayne's Lil Wayne, but I, I, didn't, like, I didn't like that hook. <laughs> I was about to say that impersonation kind of sounded like Lil Wayne. I don't. It kind of did. It was, it was a, well, yeah. I mean, it was Lil Wayne, so that's. I yeah, was I'm trying to impersonate. I was, try, was trying to impersonate. Well, check, check, check it out. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the next song is called "Longevity Mind State." Let's go ahead and cue that one up. I firmly oppose your unwelcome visit. And then with the new, it seems to me that nowadays it's assumed that old school heads like myself don't understand these younger dudes. Cause they sign a record deal, then they're broke without a clue. Originality is being thrown out the window, along with the next man's soul. Cause what's trending now in 50 years won't reverberate a sound. Staying true to yourself is precisely how you stick around and remain in rotation in numerous brains, whether they at work or chilling on vacation, whether the weather allows us to splatter the canvas always strive to make things better but the other side i speak about the dark side it corrupts it turns lyrics from the heart into dust turns honest intent into negative plot twists served up as the coldest dish they preaching lies saying it's the truth or switching the stacks of raps about spending cash i still can't quite pinpoint what his flow reminds me of it kind of Get out of my head, Preston, because <laughs> I was literally just thinking that I'm like, yo, I know he sounds just like somebody. Uh, for me, I don't think it's sounding like somebody. I feel like it's it like doesn't sound flow. it doesn't sound like so it doesn't sound like rapping too much to me. Mm. I think like it like more of like a, a not even like a spoken word. It's like just a little middle ground and. It, and I'm not saying this as a slight, but like it, it, it sounds like bright individual, <laughs> like, and I think that's dope. But I don't know. I guess I kind of just like wanted, I wanted to feel a little more rappy. <laughs> if that, if that, if that helps at all, like, 50, I don't know. Fifty some odd, fifty some odd episodes. These are the adjectives that we're. Rappy. Rappy. 50 episodes, 50 hours in. 
but like it's it's hard to explain and so like i i i, I just want to feel like a little more you know eh, I don't you know, want I, you wanted a modern more of a modern vibe to the flow I'm I, I don't even feel like more modern vibe is just it doesn't sound current it just doesn't sound like rapping like in the like i don't know oh i yeah. i disagree with that but i mean yeah you know i, I, feel, like, I feel like parts of it does but it kind of just kind of makes me feel like he's just talking at the same time it reminds me yeah. of deltron 3030 because that to, to no me that, that was the first check it out it's a great it's a great <laughs> band and album self-titled but um that rem- reminds me very much of that but no i think this was very tight and to me this is very tight-knit as far as like mm-hmm. how the this is actually my favorite song of the I know, yeah. he has he has he has his flow and it sounds good mm-hmm. like uh, on this one um mm-hmm. i'm just saying like it just uh it just uh i i I don't know. I already said what I had to say. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain. <laughs> I mean, it goes. It goes back to me. It goes back to who is it marketed towards? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that might be a barrier. That might be a higher barrier of entry to break through, like young kids, like getting to like having them being fans of Bright Individual. But I, I thought to me, this is my favorite song on the project. The beat mm-hmm. is fire. I love the guitar, like the jazz guitar playing on uh, the background um i like the, the 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 other like additional like sample sounds or whatever yeah um no yeah don't get me wrong i really like the song by the way i was just yeah. pointing something out <laughs> yeah 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 but but yeah i, I mean agree. it doesn't but yeah it doesn't to me it doesn't not sound like rapping but but yeah i mean uh yeah i like the song a lot personally yeah yeah i agree i mean i'm on the same page with you guys i really do like this song and i can't i can't find who his flow and like who like the whole vibe i'm getting who he reminds me of but he reminds me of a certain time period which okay you know we said that like how many how many ways are we going to say the same damn thing i'm just being able to narrow down on it and it's like late 1990s mm-hmm. rap you know like i'm thinking about a you know will like smith summertime mm-hmm. when did will smith summertime come out it was like mid late 90s right I feel like that was like it'd be like ninety four or some shit. So like the early nineties. Oh shit. Okay, I'm that young. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm late nineties. Late nineties. He was getting into Big Willie style. Usher, <laughs> <you're saying. laughs> like that Blackstreet Boys. Different era. No, no, that's Blackstreet. Yeah, yeah. R. Kelly for sure. I'm sorry, y'all. I love his music. Fuck it. We're the not reviewing Wu-Tang's. R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> like, towards that the late nineties, was like more, but... the more gritty stuff. Um, more mm-hmm. the Wu Tangs and stuff was out. No, even R and B was completely different. Oh, R and B, there has never been R and B as great as that time <laughs> stamp. The, but we, we, that's the peak. That, that was the peak, and it was just like, yeah. but you know, that's another conversation. Um, uh, summertime came out in ninety one. Oh, dang. And like, you know, like that clean Will, Will, that clean Will Smith kind of like flow. And you know, style thinking about like, it, that flow. I, it, keep I your wife's it. name out your fucking yeah. mouth. <laughs> no, but that was the flow too. Oh, 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 oh. You're right. Keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. 
right. You kind of it's like the talking rapping. Yes, <laughs> it's the talking rap, and that's like yeah. Will Smith. You know, West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playgrounds. West Philly, most of my days, like he's telling you a story, and he's just talking to you about some shit that happened while he moved to yeah. Bel Air and shit. But he rapping, but you're not really. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to add on to this one before we get on to the next? Nothing for me. So the next one is, can you remember the rain? I'm go ahead, cue that one. Though. Remember the rain and sorted out the pain. The past did a number on my soul and brain. Reliving snapshots, mash on TV. My older brother's mashing it out on Atari. Addicted to that feeling, it's nostalgic, but I gotta let it go. Remember that the rain eventually ends, and so the force of life prevails. We set sail. Love always the sword, we stay fell. These words creating vibrations. You may cook the beat up without them, but paint the canvas for your eardrums. Right individual, not afraid to speak up speak up stand and deliver voice for the future generation where your kids and mine can carry on the torch with the vision we in the storm is pouring morning glory oasis to the mirage the team was bumping i need to know what you think <laughs> yo that shit was popping and i heard that beat on youtube i hope i ain't throwing you out there bro hey did you Mm-hmm. I think are you? Sh- that's a. Are you, you sure? Because sure? he makes all of his. Moves, he makes so. all of his shit. So be careful. If he makes all, all right. So I hope. I definitely heard. All right, I'm gonna put it this way. I, I heard it sounds very dipsetish. <laughs> very dipsetish, but I definitely heard. I'm gonna just say, quote unquote, a type beat that sounds very similar to that, with a very mm. similar baseline, the same tempo that background can you remember the rain hmm. like some like all of those elements and it was just very 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 similar to a beat i heard on youtube and i remember downloading it because i was like writing something to beat i'm gonna just say again very similar to that and um that's why like i started going in when i first heard that shit i'm like oh i noticed but you know other than that and then I like, you know, his uh, where he was going with the lyrics. Like, listen, I like what he's doing with his words. He's telling me, he's telling us a story in this mm-hmm. one, definitely. It was a lot of visuals I was able to see. And then it, it does put you kind of like, to me, it gave me a feel with what he was saying in the story. I guess he was um, building. It gave me like this fly on the wall kind of feel. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you looking in on something, you know. You're looking on in on like you know this little boy and you know playing a video game and in the room and all of that like i really like it i really like it. you doing your thing a lot better than some people <coughs> that we know <laughs> i'm gonna just put that out right now i'm gonna leave it like that and what did you think about it Joe? i fuck with it i think it's a great song to go to the it's a great song to have after the uh was it the longevity mind state that was the name of the last one uh, yeah. But yeah, I was just like, here we go, here we go, we got another one, here we go, you know. So yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was jamming, I was jamming, and yeah, I liked everything about it. Uh, 
Don't have too many comments on this one. I think for this one, I could definitely not see a hook, right? I think he's just mm-hmm. just just flowing. You know what I mean? So like this one, like yeah, I think a hook could probably would probably stop everything. It would be a clogged artery versus, you know, a good flow, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not just saying that because we're eating McDonald's. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Something that can kill you. <laughs> Super sized. <laughs> oh, TMI. <laughs> Yes, I like the song. <laughs> That's my feedback. <laughs> I like the song. <laughs> I really like it too. The beat definitely uh, gave me some some dipset like vibes. That the sampling part, at least, you know, um, the rapping. I mean, I, it's, it's dope. Like I, I feel like Red Individual definitely has a style. It may not completely be for me, which is you know, I mean. That's fair. It happens, but it's not. It doesn't sound bad, and it wasn't a hard listen. And you gave us what so far. This was about what fifteen minutes into the album, so like it wasn't even like too much to to hear. You know, like you you gave us nice little bits and pieces of what you can do, and I I think it's definitely dope. I think. The last time we heard Brian Individual, I wasn't really a fan of his verse, but on this project, I feel like he definitely gives us uh, gives us a little bit more of him and his sound, and I like it. I like it. So, cool. We could go ahead and queue up that next one, um, which is called Dark Illusions. Just in fine time to rewind into the beginnings of this nostalgic theme that we're floating in. This realm is not meant for everyone, only those bold enough to dream despite despair. Cause it's fair to say that the so-called righteous ones ain't righteous in the slightest. Cause sometimes the slightest, but the heart is made of gold. We all got the touch like Midas. Ignited, write it, speak, help, give direction. Longitude, latitude, kill the ego, change my attitude, give it more gratitude. Kill the ego, change my own attitude. <laughs> and you, come on, Jimmy. I mentioned common earlier. You tell me that don't sound like something, something that common would do in a freestyle. Longitude, latitude. Two. And, like, man, you need to put more respect on common name, man. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> no, because earlier I was just, I was saying like his flow kind of reminded me of like common freestyling sometimes like when Tommy freestyles and he's like and he, you could tell he's thinking of the next thing when he says like a simple like cat hat rhyme and yeah. then has a bar after it 
like like this yeah. i feel like that part of this song was like that <laughs> I feel and again that. like i mean I, I i like this song like because i feel like it didn't take away from the song to the point where i don't like the song it's still a good listen um i don't really have too much else to say um yeah, i feel like we've been saying over and over like you know bright individual definitely has something to say which is which is dope um how he says it may not be my favorite but i can't take away from him it sounds like him it's his style and i know that because of what he's been giving us so and not what he's been trying to tell us or (laughs) tell us to research (laughs) and tell us to reevaluate after we've done more research yeah and none of that shit (laughs) throwing that out there just throw that out there yeah um <laughs> on that note uh, i thought this was a good track um i liked it i think uh i think I, i'm a little at odds with like i don't know i feel like because he comes in he comes in late but it's because the interlude was so long like like the intro was so long so like i don't like I liked his lyrics, like I liked his lyrics and everything, but I think maybe the intro was a little too long because I feel like by the time he's rapping, half the song's over. It's one of those. I think it's one of those things where it's like I like the beat, but maybe the intro's a little too long because it's like I kind of want to still make a song. Still, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like he's rapping over an interlude. You know what I mean? But um, but overall, I like it. I like the vibe. You know, definitely. Uh, a little more uh, droning per se, which makes sense because it's called Dark Illusions. Um, but yeah, I like the messaging, and uh, yeah, I like the uh, I like the song personally. I don't have any other crazy feedback things to feedback to say. So without further ado, let's get on to this next and final track. It's called Hate Goodbyes, and it is an outro. Like you, that one. Up. Looking for a way to change your life. You could not do this on your own. Now that we're increasing production. saying goodbye so for the sake of this track i'ma just say spread love and good vibes consider this a eulogy my legacy outweighs all the shining dollar signs that cast a shadow on this industry our nimbus bright individual from the start our message been clear rest in peace mf doom close my eyes headphones on blasting one beer Steer clear of and all that fear Deep thinking about the universe As my feet dangle off the pier Can't picture life without these beats and rhymes It's my lifeline Treat this art form like, like a, a sacred bloodline Much love to all the greats that came before me And move the crowd like rock him That's why I keep my pen steady So to my wife, kids, grandkids, my nephews and my nieces Keep this music close to remind you That I stood for love and peace And to the listeners this one um a little bit of a jab i just i only hate the uh to my listeners I, the message cool can I never thank it. you enough but i just feel like it just the way it sounds in the rap it just i don't know is it proper pronunciation of stuff in rap i, I just feel 
like it's like it could be a hit or miss and i feel like here uh i just feel like it just, just kind of threw it off a little bit and the way he rapped it it just sounded more like talking like we were saying earlier um i didn't have too much else to say about this track though yeah this uh this track to me was kind of um I mean, I don't know. I didn't hear the whole thing. I've only heard what I heard just now. And from what I hear, it does sound very wordy. Um, it sounds very wordy. He's going faster than the tempo in some in some instances that I like heard. I felt I felt like um, he was going just a little bit faster than the tempo. Uh, there was a lot of words. I felt like he was kind of cramping everything in. And I couldn't tell where uh, where he was taking a breath, um, except for the like you know those long pauses. But like in between, mm. it was just like everything was just really condensed, and it was a lot. And I'm like, eh, you know, he sound good on top of the beat. Uh, the beat's really good, but you know, it just sounds like really wordy. Yeah. What you thought, uh, Jarrell? Oh, that was cool. I I I I assume some bail because it is say outro in the parentheses. Yeah. So I mean, I've heard a lot of things during an outro. I've heard Common's dad <laughs> talk about a bunch of bullshit at the end of an outro. <laughs> I've heard Jay Z say, "Yo, it's my last track. I want to thank everybody." And then he's back six years later. Um, <laughs> Don't talk about Jay Z like that. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I think it was less than six years uh, that he's, <laughs> he's back to Black Album. But um, so I've heard an assortment of things. So I think the fact that it says intro, I think it's open to. It's fine. I do think, as far as it being, this is the loose conversation I was talking about earlier, as far as like how verses or lines put together, that they're not as tight knit with like yeah. the flow of the song. This is another point as well. So. Um, I think it could have been a little, I think I, to me, I, uh, I, I get what you're saying, Preston. Maybe he should have just separated like the rapping, which is like, like have his rap. And then after that, say like, yo, like just want to take the listeners. You know what I mean? Just separate it. So mm-hmm. it doesn't sound as awkward. Um, you know what I mean? So he's not just rapping it to separate it. Uh, it's just so the song flows a little more. Um, and then it adds to the outro, so that that might be my, my critique. So I kind of agree with you on that notion, but everything else I like. Um, you know, you, you definitely get a sense of where he comes from, from a musical perspective. Who inspires him? Mentions MF Doom, mentions Rock Him, things like that. So obviously, when it comes to the music that he is pushing, you know, I feel like there has to be a conversation around who it's marketed towards. You know what I mean? So. Uh, I think that's something op- I think that might be open for a, f- a future conversation for him or just something to think about in general. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, those are my yeah. thoughts there. And, uh, with the, with that, that's the end of the project. Uh, maybe have any final words for it before we uh, get on to our news. Yes, dude, whoever did this. You better take a story, put that shit on a metaverse instead of build your little characters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> niggas. I want right? this. I <laughs> So y'all two niggas, right? Y'all two niggas take y'all, y'all universe and y'all take y'all ideas and y'all stories and shit. 
like each track is a story. Some tracks are like little performances, like Travis Scott did in Fortnite, but y'all can do that shit in the metaverse. Ooh, see where I'm going with it? I better patent that shit before I do. I'm just saying. Oh, do it in Fortnite because he made he made like two million off that shit off of that little Bruh. that little concert. I feel like concert. Fortnite is Imagine... a, it's it's not. I I'm not going to say impossible, but it's a way bigger goal. I feel like metaverse is more reachable because they are like they're still up like still bringing up the metaverse and just finding people to fucking come into the metaverse and do mm-hmm. things to in, invite more people to the metaverse so that'd be, it'd be that's a true. good start you know that's true I'm just that's saying, like, like right now metaverse shit. is still working on the people getting them people in <laughs> so you'd be an right. early found like an early starter on there that'd be dope Low key. Yeah. Mm. Like they have mm. their own universes in the metaverse. Make, yeah, make one that is city, a donut put shop. Those characters in there. Yeah, like one is a like one like one universe in, in every universe, the donut shop is <laughs> the portal to get to the other universe where another album is like the universe. You see where well, I'm going? But, no, but Nocturnal like, City is seems to be the place with everything in it. So if he could just make Nocturnal City in there. And then put his characters inside the dono shop Not in the city, Ooh. you know, like yeah, you know. And look then I think meta- metaverse, metaverse even allows people to like sell T-shirts and shit. So you could make yeah, T-shirts merch. of your characters and all this stuff. Like, it, it, and you can hold. Concerts. It's not a bad idea at all. No, yeah, it's not. Look, it's also, not. you can hold just, concerts I, you know, and shows on the metaverse. Can you put a music buds radio station building? In <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. That'd be cool. That'd be, cool. That'd be dope. <laughs> I'm about to take, I'm about to patent this shit. I'm telling you, yes, we are too. I'll take this shit from my own nimbus. You better not. Like, listen, I ain't gonna take his shit. I ain't gonna take his shit. I'm gonna just borrow it. You know what I mean? So, like, he gonna get his little cut. You sound, and we you sound like a real Harlem nigga right now. But what, what do you mean? <laughs> he gonna Who arrived late to the episode? <laughs> eating, eating and shit. I'm hungry. Y'all, I'm gonna yeah, take but this, nah, though. You know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a ball. This you gonna get it right back. I promise. <laughs> but it's it's definitely something to look into. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like that would or, be something that's dope that you can definitely do. Or slow start, slow start. Think about some NFT shit for some of these, some of this art. You know what I'm saying? I feel like NFTs are dead now, though. Dead now, yeah. That's not true. Then then a whole bunch of like, then a whole bunch of like a super expensive NFTs drop in value like crazy. Yes, but I wouldn't say it's dead because, like, for example, like Illmind, like he's 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 blowing up on on Mm -hmm. that on that shit you know what i mean so i think it's a i think it's a good slow start because you you talk about metaverse that shit's expensive you know what i'm saying (laughs) so so even so even smaller bases fucking vr chat rec room and i'll nimbus is a gamer so like i know he knows what i'm talking about (laughs) like there there are there are other places you could create you know your shit and 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 uh in a multiplayer aspect the vr chat rec room like those are the first two that come to mind where i feel like you don't have to do that whole buy into the metaverse thing yet you know it's just somebody can start no cap you can just build your own video game off your shit that's a whole lot there it's a lot my nigga but like think about it by the time he's done with the video game he gonna be still producing like little albums and shit based on the same thing so it's like come on it's like all 
You know what I mean? I feel like we in a whole tangent right we, now. Yes. I'm going to reel us. I'm going to reel money real, off of his better. shit alone. Like, cause this shit is good. It's, what's, it's what's good. What's the objective I like of it. this video game? I'm curious. No, no, we're not matter. doing that. No, we're not it doing matter. this. He could be stop- Zelda, right? I- so like he's going after I am stopping. a girl and he has to I go through his past. This. Nostalgic City, you know what I mean? He has to go through all of these things. <laughs> I'm stopping this right now. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Maybe a music, maybe an anime. Hit us up. Hit us up on the side, Al. Hit us up on the side. Yes, back, yes. Maybe an animated music video. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. <Nigga>. So, <laughs> to answer your initial question, uh, Preston, what did you think of the overall album? Uh, <laughs> started talking about his business plans. Um, I think it's a really great project. Shout out to Brian Individual. Shout out to Alan Nimbus. I think it's really solid. You guys work really well together, so definitely should continue to make content together. I think my only, like I said in the in the the review, I think adding some hooks in some of these songs would probably possibly strengthen the message that you're giving because you are saying something, you are saying messaging that is not uh, is you know is is unique, is unique in how it's being uh, communicated. It's not something that is said a lot from other artists, and I think that is something that makes that is a uniqueness for you as a brand. I just think how it's communicated, I think it can even be more strengthened through hooks, try to explore in some hooks. Uh, but as far as the instrumentation, I think it's great. It sounds clean. As far as Al Nimbus production, sounds really solid. I think the only thing I would challenge him on, and this is kind of like a take it or leave it, like he absolutely doesn't have to do this at all. Um, but I would like to see some slightly different sounds from him as far as production, just to kind of push the envelope a little more. Because everything I've heard sounds great. It sounds clean, but like... It's all very owl and embassy. It's all very owl and embassy. If he wants to stay in the world, that's great. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see like T Grizzly being on this, right? <laughs> but like, just, it would be interesting for him to try some other other styles and with with the same you know uh, production that he does so I, I would just be curious for him to kind of try to push the envelope on on some different stuff for some different other artists but yeah but in the but in the end you guys should definitely continue to work together because you guys sound good so yeah yeah i agree it's classical <laughs> i want to say as far as the hooks i Jarrell does have a point i there were some spots where i was just like you know like i don't think it needs a hook but as far as the messaging and what you're rapping about if if you were to target like a more like a younger audience or a more modern audience it might be easier to reel them in with a hook so like i get it so that part i get but i think which what was provided to us was definitely dope in its own in its own right and um yeah i i guess you I mean, you ain't really gotta listen to us anyway. <laughs> that is true. But it's just, a, just, a, just opinions, you know. Hope it, hope it helps. But if it doesn't, oh well. Um, but thank y'all because I, I know y'all both listen to the podcast for a long time and consistently. So appreciate it and uh, appreciate everybody else that's been listening. Um, so let's get on to our news. Uh, I guess Fatima wants to start off the shit. I think she wants to talk about it the most. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I should start off with Here comes some Kanye bullshit. West. This nigga. Oh. <laughs> you the bummiest billionaire I know. 
Fuck out of here. Right, wow, she referred to him as the billionaire. Because <laughs> on, on the episode, he on the episode, he was like, "When's the last time you seen a headline called me billionaire?" I was just like, "Bro, nobody cares when you keep saying stupid shit all the fucking time." <laughs> like, like legit, so it's like nobody it's cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, did you listen to the whole thing? I got about like fifty minutes in, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm done." I didn't even get a chance to listen to it today. Like by the time I like agreed i was like you know nah i'm gonna just listen to this shit myself i could i didn't really have time to like stop it's just been like you know kind of crazy with work so i haven't had time to like stop and listen into like you know the episode and then you know found out they took it down so it's not up and, and it was you, know, you told me that it's on people. youtube yeah right right so i just have to now that i know that i'm like i just have to go in and i have to listen to the whole thing myself because actually from um one of my homies that, that that does his podcast on Instagram, um, it's like worldwide. Hmm, he gonna hate me. I'm trying to like. And I ain't gonna fail your shout out. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like my shout out is mad weak right now because then he gonna hate me. But uh, hip hop something. It's like, what's this nigga name again? Hip Hop Wild on YouTube. There we go. I'm like, why? I'm like, it's Hip Hop <laughs> something. It's something. It's Hip Hop Wild on YouTube. So Hip Hop Wild, that dude. Hip Hop Wild you know, for the people that don't understand the accent. Oh, okay. I was a Hip Hop <laughs> oh, Wild. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I sounded when I said Hip Hop Wild. Hip Hop Wild. Hip Hop Wild. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> I feel that. Hip Hop yeah. Wild. Hip hop for the keyboard. I got you. I got you. I thank you so much. <laughs> hey, he saved like, it. You know, he saved you. He saved me from that closet. <laughs> closet yeah, like, closet mention. <laughs> yeah. You the savior. Because, like, I, I just for some reason, I, I can't pronounce my D's. So sometimes <laughs> depends. But anyway. Because we don't, we don't, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, wilding, you know, don't got a D the, at the end. It's just it, yeah, <laughs> no ing. There's no er. Yeah, you know I mean, there's no like. It's not butter. It's butter. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like yeah, yeah. Okay, so he had put up a video, um, of a the clip of Drink Champs where after I guess Kanye makes a comment about George Floyd, um. Nori actually, he was clearly inebriated. Like, I sent y'all the video, yeah. y'all saw the video. Like, he was clearly inebriated. He was done. Like, that nigga was drunk. If anybody who don't know what Drink Champs is and what they do on Drink Champs, every time they ask, well, they, they, like, take shots, right? So they'll have, like, their own cup of, like, one kind of liquor, and then Nori's like, fuck out of here, nigga, we all taking shots, whatever, ah, ah. Shot for yeah. a question, shot for make, a celebration it, or acknowledgement. Yeah, they, they make it a thing to progressively get more drunk throughout the episode. And a lot of episodes go like three hours, fucking two hours and change. Dead and they ass. don't edit none of it out. <laughs> but right. we'll, we'll go back right. to what, what was he saying on the clip that you sent. So on the clip, he was saying like, you know, like, you know, like it was, how can I, like, just to paraphrase it, Basically, what he was saying was like, you know, hey, I I know you and I see like 
how like how can I say like he was saying like you know like he see like he's not contesting with what Kanye was saying right because him and Kanye they have a personal relationship so in a way you could kind of tell he was kind of like holding back although he was drunk and he was trying to find the right ways and the right words to say but at the same time he was saying that like you know they all saw the video too like he saw the video everybody Mm -hmm. like everybody saw this video and everybody sees it a different way you know and um so in a way he was kind of like trying to like you know stand up and kind of like correct him but you know homie was drunk and he didn't come across like as clearly as we would have liked but that clip alone and he took a little long to even try in my opinion because was drunk no no i get it but in the beginning he wasn't (laughs) and that was when kanye mentioned it like the first 10 minutes no joke but then nori also pointed out he also pointed out himself on on the breakfast club that he was like he didn't want to call him out too early because he didn't want kanye west to get up and leave like how birdman left um breakfast club all those years back so he was saying that he, he 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 understands why everybody's upset but he was like, he just didn't want Kanye West to leave. And and I feel like that's a whole nother topic in its own way. Like, you know, like if, if you guys have the the respect for each other that you think you do have, Kanye West wouldn't get up and leave. You were just trying to make a point in the conversation. So, right. uh, you know, um, that's good but point. I get him at the same time. You don't want Kanye West to leave when that's your most successful fucking pod. That, that was your most that's successful episode. episode in the past. Yeah. So you, you knowing that you about to do that shit again on this episode. But within the first 10 minutes, Kanye West was talking crazy. And I feel like he wasn't called out soon enough. <laughs> maybe he needed the liquid courage to try to do it. But I watched maybe about 50 minutes of it. And he still didn't call Kanye West out within that 50 minutes. So at what mm. point are you going to call him out? You Two hours later? Like, <laughs> and so uh, I, that's, that's, I think that's the thing. I, I, I'm not hating on Nori. I don't think what he did was wrong. I, I agree with him on letting Kanye West talk. But if you're going to let him talk and you're going to let him talk crazy, you got to be, you got you to gotta call him out on his shit. You know, have that conversation. Be the next how Sway. Like Sway, Sway was trying to have a conversation with him, and Kanye West was bugging out. We all knew Kanye West was the one bugging out, and Sway and Sway was trying to keep it calm. As an interviewer, do that. <laughs> like, get him to think outside of his fucking own little box of his head. But um, if he if he if he gets mad at you, he get mad at you. Now, now, now the general public is going to see it as Nori tried to have a conversation with him and Kanye West wilded out. So, like, I, I think it could have definitely gone another way. But, uh, yeah, he just took too long to, to try to call him out, especially after a couple of drinks. Now you're talking to drunk Kanye and not sober Kanye. <laughs> so it's like, that is a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. I didn't calculate that one. In. That dude was definitely drinking. So, I, mean, I did see yeah. one where he like faked drunk. Like he picked up the cup, he picked up the cup, put it to his mouth, and put it down. <laughs> so I don't know. Wow. I still don't even know at, at which point was that because it was fucking three hour episode. But yeah. Oh man, See, that's why it's <laughs> like I need time. 
<laughs> to be like, yeah, I'm gonna watch. I ain't gonna finally watch through it because the way Kanye be talking, like he'll go like from point A to point B to point fucking F, and then Y, and then like he'll just start talking, and then have a point, and then he just name drop a celebrity, and then starts talking about a whole nother thing, and then it's just like it, it's hard to listen to him because he's not. It doesn't sound like he's talking cohesively. He's just talking. Would, <laughs> right. Would you would you guys say that he's like he sounds way more out of control now on this drink champs than the last drink? Because the last drink chance was bomb. I actually was I like think you know, he definitely it sounds was two parts way more to out it. of control. Yeah. He definitely sounds way more out of control. Right, like the like, first, the like first one, it seemed like he was actually Kanye's. talking, you know, like he was trying to have a conversation. This time, it was just like he just wanted to hear himself talk, and they were letting him. Like, I have elongated, I have elongated point, but I want, I want y'all to get y'all shit off before I, before I go. Oh, I think <laughs> this nigga here. about to blow. He about to blow hot fire. <laughs> I'm ready to hear. Drop bombs on Jarrell. Drop bombs. <laughs> I'm gonna drop some bombs drop on myself. Bombs on niggas. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> anyway. Um. Okay. So, I, I personally, I didn't watch. The, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just caught some snippets on Instagram, and then I caught different things that were said through different media sources and whatnot. But this is hard for me to. It's it's been hard for me to witness this. Uh. So, the reasoning behind that is because like. Imagine like this is like your father on national television just going crazy. You know what I mean? And I don't want to use crazy in a disrespectful manner, but the I view Kanye West very differently than I view than you guys. Like he can I connected with his music very closely when I was younger. So like especially when it comes to college dropout, like and the things that I was going through during that time, like it was kind of life-changing in a sense. Like the song Spaceships was like incredibly inspirational to me as far as like this bullshit fucking job and want to get out and do like the things that I want to do to be successful. Like there is, and then obviously with his catalog, you know, having one of the greatest album runs in like hip hop history, like to even say that is insane, you know? So like to see him in this state where not only not only is is he he's pissing off his people he's pissing off he's pissing off jewish people he's it's it's, it's, and then it's disrespectful across anyone who finds it disrespectful so i kind of have like this cycle of things to discuss and this is all connected to me this is all disconnected from the facts that i have heard and then the things that have been concocted based off just observation so for me i felt nori was absolutely responsible for this he, he he and he did oh he did say that he was he regretted it on on the breakfast club so that's the reason why i'm saying he's responsible for this i don't think this was one that he should have been drunk uh if if we want to try to have maybe things that could have been controlled but there's a lot of different moments that this could have been avoided one of them is that he was on the connie west was on the shop the shop did the recording for connie west and they didn't put it out because they're like yeah there's a lot of hateful shit in here we're not going to do that so he nori had the option to do that if he didn't want kanye west to walk out okay well let's see what he has to say and then they could have they could have reviewed it to see 
we can't even upload this. You know, we can't, we can't, we can't even put this out. And I know, like you guys said, Kanye West is incredibly scatterbrained. So as far as even, even like trying to edit it, it's probably a goddamn near thing impossible thing to do. Um, obviously, when it comes to like the George Floyd stuff, as far as saying things, things that are just purely not true. You know what I mean? And I feel mm-hmm. like that's something that needs to be known, that needs to be communicated for people that want to throw the want to throw the phrase free speech out there like free speech is not that that doesn't mean you're free from consequence from being critiqued for being corrected for saying wrong shit saying things that are misinformation or disinformation because there's the difference between misinformation and disinformation misinformation you're not informed this disinformation you're making it a point to say the wrong thing and I feel like that's what a lot of these people that surround him do that, i.e. Candace mm-hmm. Owens, i.e. these other fucking, you know, right wing racist people that he's surrounding. And it's it's very it's 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 almost it's funny because there's this cycle of him not being respected by like white people or why being respected as a billionaire. But then he runs back to them when he's being criticized. And then if you guys mm-hmm. realize all these videos that were online of People that say, oh, well, they get paid from, you know, these Jewish networks or whatever the case may be. Like, these are just people that critiqued what he said. You know what I mean? Like, even, like, Michael Rappaport, even though he said, like, some crazy stuff to him as far as calling him, like, uh, what do you call him? Like, a bum or something like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. But he, he, like, flat out called him and, like, threatened him on his voicemail. And Michael Rappaport put it online. I'm like, I don't blame him for doing that because it's like, look, this is... This is the guy that's, this is what's happening right now. Like, this is kind of crazy, you know? And we have to remember, Kanye West is not well. He has been diagnosed bipolar. You know what I mean? So when we say, so when we say, like, he's saying stuff that doesn't connect, like, there's a reason for that. He's not well. He's not well. He hasn't, I mean, and you almost kind of understand, you get a sense of, like, wow, that's what Kim was going through? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, imagine what was inside the house, you know? So it's like... Dame Dash had an interesting interview with someone. He was like, people are worried about the wrong thing. Like, I'm worried about his health. You know what I mean? So, like, and then, but it doesn't excuse him from the things that he's saying. I want to be very clear. Like, you are responsible for what you say, not how you say it. You're responsible for what you say, which is why I thanked Preston for that, for what I said earlier today. Um, (laughs) The episode where he he clarified he's literally in a closet right now with clothes and whatnot. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not calling you gay, Preston. And even if you were, and even if you were, it's all good, baby. It's all good. Um, but that's what I was saying. I have gay friends. Uh, I, I, I got gay, I got but gay I do, friends too. But I do, but I do. But I do. Anyway, um, but uh, like and him saying things like DEFCON 3, like incredible, like I want to go DEFCON 3 on these Jews, like, like incredibly like disrespectful and just like hate like flat out literal hate speech like uh, the video that peter rosenberg talked about directly about kanye i thought was very poignant because he was like people think that the holocaust happened mad long time ago he's like my grandparents were involved in that that's not that long ago you know like he was like my like grandparents literally died from like nazis like that is not a long time ago he's like the things that he's saying is reminiscent of things of how of how things get out of control. And I think that's an interesting point to make because 
I think in America, a lot of people were just like, oh, he's just saying stuff. It's very hateful, but like it can't get anything more than that. A lot of people forget that a lot of things that Trump said during his presidency did lead to a lot of violence. No one wants to say anything or they want to blame it on everything. But the power of words means something like a lot of wars started through that. You know what I mean? It's like think about like how many people Hitler actually killed physically and think of what he said leading to people being killed millions of jews you know what i mean so it's just like the power of words matter and and being able to correct that type of hate speech there is an interesting side conversation to be had as far as like certain people being offended by different things and not saying everyone like say like for example you know like black twitter for example they're very much like yeah like this like this jewish stuff was very wrong like like this is this is awful you know what i mean which is a good thing like any type of hate should be responded as of that but there are certain people that don't are really as offended compared to other people so like the white lives matter stuff obviously african americans are like what the fuck are you doing you know what i mean in the context but white people are like oh like i'm not offended by that because it's like i don't unless you understand you know what i mean like what you should fucking understand but if you don't like a lot of people their their knee-jerk reaction isn't the same the same thing so like for example like the a lot of the jewish stuff that he was saying awful stuff i will say first like awful stuff like that shouldn't be said and certain people were like well don't the jews own a lot of stuff you know what i mean what's like that notion yes is true but how he's talking about it is not you know what i mean like so it's and it all goes back to him being to him communicating something that he literally can't create because he's he's cognitively gone you know what I mean? Again, it doesn't excuse what he said, but he's bipolar and he doesn't want to do anything about it. You know, like I like I I have friends that have served Kanye West at a restaurant in LA. And he is not a like he is a really shitty like he's really shitty person to those servers. Like and, and all the people that are around him are yes men. You know what I mean? Or yes women. So it's like I've I've no I know people that have dealt with him a first hand that are just they know how shitty of a person he is so like i think he just he needs professional help man he needs professional help and it's to me like back to the original point to me it's just disheartening because it's like it's like seeing my hero like say all this crazy shit you know what i mean i'm just like dude like i respected you highly you know what i mean and now you're saying all this stuff you want to open a school for kids with ndas after talking about the like talking about like jewish people about white lives matter shit and hanging out with candace owens who's like a huge racist and like just wants to be like a closet like who's like a little a little republican pawn you know i'm just like this is or not even republican pawn, just a racist pawn like this is like this is so bad it's so he, bad. He always talks about people's ideas being controlled, this, that, and a third, and doesn't realize it's happening to him. Too. He's being con- exactly. He's being con- <laughs> he's being controlled himself. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't own. Ye- he doesn't own uh, the Yeezy brand. Did you guys know that? He doesn't yeah, actually. Us last week. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't actually own it. Like, like he he is like. He doesn't actually own it because of whatever reason of him not signing something, him not prov- like talking to people that know what they're doing of reading these contracts. He like he's a billionaire, but he's still connected to he's still connected to the system and wants to be mad at it. You know what I mean? It's because when it comes to just like ownership or just 
these certain things that he makes mistakes on, like he gets upset and he wants to blame somebody. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, it's. What ugh. if he's sacrificing his relationship with us because he's trying to sabotage the Yeezy brand so they don't sell as much because people would think that he still owns it, well, that he owns it and it's connected to it. I if like you don't have the face too much of the brand, Kanye low key. <laughs> I know, I know low key, right? But you know, just hear me out. This is my imagination. And so it's like, what if that's it, right? I'm not trying, it's not like I'm sitting here trying to give R. Kelly mm. an excuse, right? That's prevalent. Like that's that's just it is what it is. It is known, it was recorded, it is grand proof, right? Not saying it's like that. This is like more deeper because it was only just not long ago that Kanye did the first interview and like you know he started just wilding out and doing all of this like you know crazy ass making all these crazy ass remarks like that shit is just recent Kanye was Kanye Kanye's always been an asshole right like that's just been known about him personally since forever Kanye's just like always been a shitty person like in person um like I've seen like documentaries on like hip hop and all this other stuff where like you know Kanye was involved is like you know like Kanye Kanye is like just straight up an asshole right he's always been an overly confident self-centered rude ass motherfucker mm-hmm. right and it probably only just got worse after his mom died so I think you know that part of Kanye that's just who he is this part of Kanye that we seeing and like you know all like all of this crazy shit I feel like this is just an extended version of this motherfucker being overweight with blonde hair and a MAGA hat on shaking hands with Donald Trump like this is just like that but this is just like a like just a little way more worse this one was way more worse I'm, I was trying to be nice but this is way more worse right so it's like it's not like it's like, and Kanye just kind of like set the pattern like, you know, okay, well, this is definitely what he's known for, right? Just making outrageous remarks, like, you know, shock, that shock factor. I think he he's like, that's like, Kanye is fucking shocked to just everyone who's, who like even knows of him. He is just a shocker from when he was with, um, what was his name? Mike Myers and Katrina and this motherfucker just on plain out say George Bush don't care about black people. Out of fucking nowhere. Then you have the another instance where he took the mic from Taylor Swift and was like, you know, Beyonce had the best, whatever, whatever, all the time, with a big ass bottle of Hennessy in his hand. Like this nigga just been wilding out, wilding out. And this has all been a buildup to what we see now. Definitely his mental health is a huge factor. Huge factor. But I'm just saying, what if it is possible, right? He then, because remember, he also just apologized to Sway and Kanye was on Good Morning America in his right mind, talking clearly and especially like, you know, apologizing to Sway with what Sway was trying to tell him to do all those years ago that he is trying to do now. He was then trying to do, probably realized he couldn't do it it was like, fuck it. I'm going off the meds. I'm saying, fuck this shit. I'm a fucking shit on myself, shit on my people, and have people not want to invest in the Yeezy brand 
no more. Because he ain't going to be making income off of it. But it's beyond Yeezy. People don't want to invest in him. You know what I mean? Like he's, right. like, he's trying to, like, regardless, if he does something outside of Yeezy, no one's going to want to support him in general. Because I know in general he's going, he's probably trying to sell something or do something for himself, right? For himself, Because right. he was wearing that hat saying 2024, so maybe he's trying to four. run again for president. 2024. Yeah. That shit was horrible, wasn't it, last time? Yeah, that was stupid. He might be He might be trying to run again, um, but... Like, like why he even tried? Like at this point, at this he point, black Donald Trump. Like, like at this Asshole. point, like at this point, anything that he does, like no one's gonna want to support him. You can't burn, you can't burn all these bridges and then expect to, you know, get a, get some help across the bridge. No, you burn them. And you can't buy <laughs> the Yeah, you can't buy the fans. Yeah, because his his fans fed him. We fed him, and then the people around him, they are also fans fed him and he's biting a whole lot of hands and he's just horrible. it's like it's like i, I want a song that's instead of ramona park broke my heart kanye west broke my heart <laughs> oh, man. so uh let's just get on from this news because you know it's, it's fucking kanye west talks annoying and getting no yeah. <laughs> on some light it's all annoyed jada kiss is a uh, uh, starting his own coffee company like those why things. Why the, the hat? I don't know. It's like a family. It's, a, it's, it's a, like it's a, a it's a profitable business. It's a it's like a it's like a family business because it's opening up with like his dad and like yeah, he said with his works. father and his son. Yeah. But Ghostface opened up a coffee one. We talked about it a while ago. I actually ordered two the other day. I'm waiting for it to come in, so I'll let y'all know next week. How I that bet tastes. you. I bet you you drink that shit. That shit gonna have you laughing like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Ghostface is out ordered. Um, because his whole thing here is uh, uh I forgot what it was called, but it the logo kind of looks like the Wu Tang symbol with the letters of the the coffee brand, or it might just be GFK Ghostface Killer in the in the shape of the Wu Tang logo. He had a flavor called Cream, um, but he actually took that down. I guess I don't know copyright stuff or I don't know, but he's like there was only a hundred, so like you could. Maybe if you order that flavor, you might get the one that still says cream on it. So I, I took that opportunity and ordered one of those and then another one um, for my girl because she likes the dark uh, coffee. So um, I'm waiting on those to come in. But I mean, what do y'all think about rappers? Let me get, starting, the, like... let me get the Iron Man. Iron <laughs> 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 <Our> Man Grande. <laughs> but I, I, I like this idea of rappers starting... Um, you know, like businesses that you don't normally think of rappers being in, <laughs> like, like coffee is very profitable, and Jada Kiss and Ghostface, like two of two icons of hip hop, going into it. I think that's dope. Yeah, I think it's I mean, great too. Cool. I mean, no one's making money out of hip hop. Like that's the, <laughs> like that's like like yeah. like I mean like, you know, like Rihanna saw that e eons ago, and mm -hmm. that's why she's a billionaire for her makeup line, like. You know what I mean? Like T Grizzly, he's getting six figures for playing uh, Grand Theft Auto on Twitch. He just said he's he's not. He, he just said he doesn't want to rap anymore. T Pain's making a bunch of money off Twitch, and he says that he's made more money on Twitch than ever that he ever. Uh, versus ever versus like him his old music career period. Like that's ridiculous. But like, yeah. get your bread where you can get your bread. So like, yeah, I think it's smart. 
You know what I mean? And you, and you got people that are fans of you are that are going to support you. Like you already yeah. got your fan base from the music, so see what yeah. else they're going to support you with. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, I think I think when it's, I think the only thing where I get annoyed is where someone is they they treat they don't really care about the art. They just do it to make some money, get a fan base, and then like, cause I'm like, oh, now you're just, a, yeah. now you're just a bit of a nigga. But um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, as far as like for these artists that like they've been, you know, in the game, respected, they respect the art, whatnot, and it's like, yo, like this, like the money is not coming in from this, like, and diverting it to other uh, vet, uh, was it called divestitures or investments rather? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. I think it's great. Then um yeah I agree I agree or whatever like uh, Davies Cameron. got his own bodega sorry you said who got their own bodega Davies he got his own oh, bodega yeah, yeah. yeah I think we talked about that before one time yeah I love his but yeah it's dope wow. oh I'm telling your boyfriend <laughs> that's a fiance <laughs> whatever you said you love his penis is that what you said <laughs> whoa whoa whoa, whoa. Pipe down, pipe down. You love his torta? Is that what you said? Slow it down. Na, 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 na. Well, on on air? <laughs> well, uh, we also, Cameron, you know, one of the self-proclaimed kings of Harlem. Um, this nigga. Called himself out on Instagram, funnily enough. He he shot his shot at me along so with some long-ass paragraph. He this posted it and so he got left on red. He got left on red. I just find it funny because it's Cameron, and I would not expect him to put himself on blast getting rejected. I thought it was funny. <laughs> just, real nigga. I he thought real nigga. I, I thought it was funny just because a week or two weeks ago she already said that he's that she's gonna stay with dude. So like a week later, Cameron's, oh, she did? yes. Wait, she said that a week ago or two weeks ago? A week to two weeks ago, she already said like, "Hey, like I'm sticking with dude." And then like a week later, Cameron's like, ago. "Yo, you know what I mean." Yeah, because he sent that shit two weeks ago. The dates and everything is on the messages. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought he so said he it. Legit- a- oh, I thought he said it afterwards. Because I'm like, that's even more hilarious. I was like, bro, like no one told you. It had to be afterwards because the message said something like, "I wanted to give you time." Like that shouldn't have been done to you, this and third. And you know, he was just trying to spit game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but we yeah. this came out, but this came out like a while ago. So oh, I'm saying okay. like I think the message, I think he sent the message he around was, he was the one same of the time frame. Yeah. Yeah. He sent the message around the same time frame. She came out and was like she's sticking with him. And then within this time saw it and just never replied. And he was just <laughs> like, you know, waiting for her to reply. And after two weeks, he like, hold up, bitch. You ain't gonna <laughs> you ain't gonna at least say thank you, don't thank you. Like, come on. Well, I was, I was, you know, la- here, bro, I, I was laughing with skills because I'm like, oh, they're, tra- sh- they're treating this like the stock market, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, here comes some bullshit, you know. Everyone sending these tweets, you a black queen, you know, da da da, you know. So it's just like everyone's honing in, you know. <laughs> it's like some Jerry Maguire shit, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was funny. And then uh, this is a funny one too to me. Um, Akon has hair now. I don't know if y'all saw the pictures of that. <laughs> you got the Hell hair? No, the he fuck? Got, he got the hair he got, BBL. He got hair tra- no, he got he no, he did a hair transplant. And he said he paid seventy five hundred oh. for it. 
Oh, they, they're, they're, they're calling out the hair BBL in the streets. I thought the hair BBL <laughs> was the crazy. fake one with like a little spray. I thought that was the hair BBL. Oh, I, don't know. I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's There's a BBL it's all for hair. <laughs> but um, yeah, but he got a whole hair transplant and shit, and his his forehead wide as fuck. <laughs> but if y'all want to see him crazy. with some hair, go go on Twitter or some shit. I might be on his Instagram by now. I'd assume so. But he has a hair. He has he has hair now. His sideburns are extremely out to the sides. But <laughs> Ugh, I, I think it's something that, that it's something. I, I feel like it's just something that was funny. I'm gonna show you anyway. You know. That's why. I gave <laughs> that, that's why I give that country in Africa power just so he can get some hair on his. What head. the fuck? This nigga look like genuine from the hairline back. Like what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what is wrong with him? He done took out like one third of his forehead. Y'all know that, right? He, got he waves, took out though. one third of his forehead. But nice. back in the day, his hairline was way was farther back than that. That nigga <laughs> know he had five head. He took off one third of his forehead. He was like, "You yeah, just start right here, so I could look regular again." That nigga it's like, was like golfing like, grass, was like, a, <laughs> like black golfing grass. But yeah, you know, but you know, Twitter, that Twitter is twittering, and <laughs> they just making fun of his hair. Um, I don't think there's much else as far as news. There's some projects dropping. The only one that really stood out to me was uh, wax on <laughs> King's Disease 3. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out <laughs> November 11th. Um, Nas and Hit Boy doing a part three. <laughs> I think that was like the biggest one that stood out to me. Fun um, fact, same day as the Skyrim anniversary. Shout out to Gamers for my podcast. <laughs> but um but yeah i think that's that's been it for news this whole week was it, it was it was just a whole lot of noriega and kanye stuff and yeah. everything has been kind of quiet i think there was some beef between Nicki minaj and uh lotto wow. but i don't i don't know too much about oh, what happened there yeah yeah so i kind of like i remember waking up one morning and you know, by the time I got on Instagram, I saw like nothing but like Nicki Minaj and Lotto and like a back and forth going between them. One jumped on live. There was like a whole bunch of receipts and screenshots posted of a like DM DMs. And I'm like, I I was trying to get a view on it, but basically it was just like Lotto felt disrespected by Nicki Minaj in some way, or like, like Lotto was coming at Nicki really Minaj, calling her a bully. Well, <laughs> is that really out of yeah, character for you, Nicki? You, like, I, I feel you know, like I, everybody already knows Nicki. Like, she's she just she corny. She talks shit. Yeah, she yeah. Corny. I mean, she talks shit. She's a little weirdy. <laughs> she from Queens, so you know, it's like she's she like. Lotto basically was trying to was trying to make a, a big deal out of a tweet that Nicki Minaj had posted that Mulatto Mulatto is that even her fucking name? I don't know. Just that like, Lotto, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't. I don't know. I don't even like listen to her like that. You know what I mean? Like she, I, I just hear her. I don't listen to her. But it's kind of like she. Um, she. I mean, I've heard she's been. I've heard she's alright. So I'm like, okay. You know, I'm one of those that take me time to warm up to you. You got to do some mm-hmm. shit that make me want to, you got to, you got to be a staple. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if she's just one of these flybys, like Glorilla. Yeah. No, she, no. Lotto, Ice Glorilla Spice. just started. What do you mean? 
I'm just saying. I don't know these girls. I don't I'm know. And I don't fly by. Like she just started. Yeah, she I, has I albums. Don't know. A lot of us albums. kind of. She's like right now. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna take me. It takes, it's gonna take me a while. Yeah, you know, it's it's gonna take me a while because it's like I don't really like your style. I don't really like listening to your kind of shit. But like you gotta give me give me something. And I feel that that's where Nikki was coming from, right? So Mulatto felt some type of way. I'm this bitch Lotto Light Bright felt some type of way about a tweet. Where was that? <laughs> I'll keep okay, getting her name wrong. Okay, colorist. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Light Bright. The Damn. Fuck? <laughs> Funny though. Um, do you know what ha- do you know what happened? Because we've yet to explain yeah. what. Because <laughs> I can say it. I can. I can. I can just I'm, I'm, lightly summarize. I'm, or are you going? I ahead? don't know. Yeah, I don't. Should, should, do I have to explain it? I have to explain it. Well, Jesus like, Christ! I'll, I'll, I'll fucking explain. It. It. It's just a joke. I'll, I'll fucking explain it. I'll fucking explain it's it. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> so basically. I believe the conversation started from where uh, um, for Nicki Minaj had the song. I want to say it was Super Freaky Girl. And on the BET Awards, they categorized it as like pop or something instead of hip hop. And she's like, what the fuck? Because like there's a matter of the shit that a lot of these girls or songs are coming out and there is hip hop. And why is her shit put to the side? So that's how the conversation started. So that's because the tweet that us that they that they posted that Mulatto was like the one that the one that Lotto took a screenshot of the tweet and then posted um Nicki Minaj was coming was basically saying that that not her but more so I think like a fan was coming out and saying that that tweet wasn't even about Lotto and that's the, that was one of the tweets Lotto was using to make a deal out of Nicki Minaj calling and calling her a bully and saying that she's starting with her you know what i mean by talking shit and making sly tweets and she's like giving this whole like morale on like you know why she don't like like how she's being disrespected and she gives nothing but love to Nicki minaj and then started posting like direct messages but nikki went on into her dms and took screenshots of her messages and was like this is what was said like not once in any place am I disrespecting you. I'm just clearly saying no to the features you are asking me for because your music isn't, it don't got weight, basically. She was like, yeah, you know I mean, like your songs don't got weight. Like I need, like you got to give me something. A, it was just a battle of pride and egos. It was a misunderstanding. I mean, it was a misunderstanding. It happens amongst gentlemen as well. So, yeah, yeah. you know. I'm saying, yeah, but. This, it sounds like it was just a battle of egos and shit. I, I think she had yeah. a point though with her with her award conversation. Like she, she had a point did. there for everything else. I was gonna I say, why do y'all you. why do y'all think she was put into the pop section? Because she don't go to BET no more. Mm-hmm. She acting like she old Beyonce and she could get Grammys and shit. She don't forgot where she came from, bitch. You started with Young Money and BET and you was the queen of hip hop. You can't, you can't, you can't serve two masters. Talking about you want to go to the VH1 Awards and MTV only. No, that's Cardi B. That's huh? wrong. Damn, I got that wrong. But for me, uh, I, I know what I, I was trying to say. There's no like hard evidence, but the no. way that the industry seems, it seems like there's a lot of people against Nikki and like her attitude. So I feel like it was more so 
feel like it was more so burned bridges and maybe they were just like oh we can't not ignore like we can't not put Nikki here because I mean she is Nicki Minaj but they probably just didn't care to put her in a hip-hop award because I feel maybe they just wanted to give the award to somebody else that wasn't Nikki and I think you know? but I think that but I think that is fine I think it's just the miscategorization to me I think is mm-hmm. wrong you know what I mean because yeah. like yeah someone else is clearly deserving of it then someone else is clearly deserving in their opinion but I think it, mm-hmm. when you're when you're taking something and putting it in a different category for the sake of someone else winning, I think that's fucked up. So I don't know. Yeah, I think, but I, I mean, and I don't mean to interrupt. Sorry, but to also interject is kind of like think about it. Like you know, Drake. Drake is still like, and they started at the same time. And Drake is still kind of like even nominated for awards at the BET Awards. Nicki Minaj isn't really nominated almost at all with BET Awards. But Drake you know, got love with everybody. That's why. Well, and he has he has a he has a full ass project. You know, it's trash. He has a full project mm-hmm. out. So. Yeah. <laughs> you just said people, people like I'm gonna kick dirt on this shit. Real quick <laughs> like, and I'm like people like people are just gloating it up because oh he tried to do some house music and like oh <laughs> fuck off like there's mad other I mean, better I artists. Still very much industry shit going on. You know, like. I'm, there's a lot i agree so yeah. the album's not good yeah. anyway <laughs> i mean he do got album. that he he do got, got that one song you know with, with 42 with 21 off. yeah with 21 savage that was a good song <laughs> i mean because you know the sample was the best part but like you know game shit <laughs> all right let's start uh wrapping up because i gotta work and a little bit tired low-key <laughs> well really quick i want to say um uh d skills harris and brian individual they have a four four pack coming out on friday so shout mm. out to y'all uh so that should be out and then um yeah yeah that's coming out just wanted to mention so that that's coming so that'll be out by the time this episode is out and yeah. then um king's disease november 11th those are the only ones I know that are coming yeah. out. But what have y'all been listening to this past week? I gotta go back. <laughs> For me, um, Rome Streets has been bumping. Uh, I've been like constantly going back to that project. Nice. Um, I don't know. I don't know where it came from. But randomly, uh, Mary J. Blige popped up in my head at work, and then I've been constantly like, "Huh, I kind of want to hear this song. I kind of want to hear this song." <laughs> randomly, um, okay. I'm going down. No, it was, uh, uh, everything, everything was the one that came to my head. Um, okay. That one was stuck in my head, and there was another one. Uh, uh, fuck, I can't remember the other one. Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna find it, but y'all could talk because <laughs> oh, okay, right. I, I sent it to my girl, you know, because you know I was in that mood. Sent yeah. to my he girl. was like, he did not. Think of he you. said it to I himself. Did. Heart, heart, heart. <laughs> he said it to himself. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I've been listening to so Robert Glasper. He came out with Black Radio Three, the Supreme Edition. So that's some oh, extra I'll tracks. That came out. <laughs> yeah, he just released the mm-hmm. on October 10th. He released the Supreme Edition, which has some extra tracks on there. Um, like uh, it has a track with uh, Mac Miller. There's a track with uh, BJ Chicago Kid, and uh, some other stuff. So 
dope album highly recommend it uh the they did they do a cover of everyone everybody wants to rule the world with Layla hathaway fire mm-hmm. fucking fire so fire so yep that's been oh, in my ear this, holes this, the song was sweet thing that was the other one that was in my head constantly oh, you was in your bag but then, but then I was going to Rome streets right after. So I don't she's know like, she's like, who's Mary J. Blige? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where my head was because it was between Mary J. and Rome streets. So it's like two opposite sides of the spectrum. Between trying to hide a brick and an I will always love you. <laughs> I will always love you, right? <laughs> Amen. Yo, you are emotional. You are emotional. He's all over the place. <laughs> what you was listening to for team, man? Oh shit. Um, I've been listening to uh books. Books is a new project that he just dropped. I about I that. Oh I yeah. That. Shout out to books. Yeah. Uh it's called Do Not Feed the Pigeons. This shit is fire i ain't even gonna lie like this shit is fire like gave me put me back in like old like not like classical hip-hop but like definitely modern like if we had how do i want to say it's just like mad fucking good it's like his own twist on like a nice jada feel styles p feel yeah i mean like Mm yeah but from like you know queens and shit not yonkers so yeah. sprinkle a little like ll on there cool j not big l <laughs> but you know well, nobody uh, refers to big l as ll i don't i know, I know. <laughs> it's late you know <laughs> let's uh <laughs> let's uh let's close this up <laughs> But that shit is good. But, uh, if y'all are trying to find the books project, if y'all are interested, what you, what she was listening to is books, but the S is a dollar sign. If you if you are searching it, yeah. Um, so that that just has to be mentioned. But, that shit's fire. Damn, there was one thing I was forgetting about. Nah, whatever. Um, but yeah, anything else to add before we close up? Uh no. Baby, I mean, it's beautiful. You said that. So you said you already, you said you like to start that. We already we already explained this. <laughs> um, well, shout out to Brian Divisional and Alan Nimbus for letting us listen to and present the the music. Peace, love, and all that good shit. Play the music. We are out. Thank shout you for out. listening to episode fifty four. I miss you, Chris. Chris, come back. Come back, Chris. Come back, baby. Come back. <laughs> baby.